Hello, welcome to Graining Traction, your favorite Formula One podcast. My name is Paige, Formula One enthusiast, and I will be your host throughout the season. Formula One was in the United States and it was an amazing weekend with loads of activity. I had to wake up literally in the middle of the night for almost everything, but it was worth it. Hello, hello everyone and welcome back to Grading Traction Formula One. Okay, so I will of course start with our FYI section and today I want to talk about the evolution of Formula One in terms of new teams in the future and new team owners currently. So let's start with um, Andretti. So if you didn't know, Andretti's bid for a new Formula One team was approved a couple of weeks ago by the FIA. This comes after the FIA launched an application process in January for new teams to seek to join Formula One in the 2026-2027 year when we have new engine regulations, right? So now Andretti has to wait for Liberty Media, who are the owners of Formula One, to give their approval before it is final. So Liberty is expected to make its own assessment over the next couple of months and then they'll come up with a final decision. The bid for the Andretti team is being headed by Michael Andretti, who was a former American racing driver and the son of Mario Andretti, who was a Formula One world champion in 1978. So we're going to be waiting to see if we will officially have an Andretti Cadillac team joining Formula One in 2025. Then moving on to the owners. Alpine Formula One team has had a bunch of new investors, which include a number of your favorite celebrities and sports stars. This includes the like of Patrick Mahomes, Michael B. Jordan, Ryan Reynolds, Rory McIlroy, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Travis Kelsey, Anthony Joshua, and Alexander Sverev. That is, I think for me, that's a mixed bag of investors. And if you noticed, quite a number of them were actually at the USA Grand Prix this weekend, with some even sending radio messages. I heard a couple of radio messages going to Pierre and to Ocon and stuff as the race began. And I, I honestly, I found it kind of cringe, let's be honest. Like, it was cringe. Um, But hey, get the money. Do what you gotta do. So welcome to the investors. And I don't know, let's see where Formula One is heading in, in terms of this. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure if I like it, but you know what? If you got the money, invest. It is what it is. Okay, so now on to the racing weekend. It was a sprint weekend, so we had loads, loads of activity. Firstly, we saw many teams coming in with upgrades, such as Mercedes, Haas, and Aston Martin. And we also saw the return of Danny Ricardo at one of his favorite tracks. I'm sure you guys saw him with his cowboy hats and all the antics. That guy's crazy, but he was having a good time. And welcome back, Danny Ricardo. So let's go straight into it, Quali. So Quali, for me, this was one of the most exciting Qualis of the season. We've had a couple that have been also really good, like Singapore and stuff. But this one was amazing because it was anyone's game. So you had Max in there, Charles in there, Lewis in there, Lando in there. Everyone was in the mix for poor position. And honestly, I was kind of hoping Lewis would get it. The Mercedes was on like it was on this weekend and when Max had his lap time deleted I was like oh my gosh maybe we're gonna get it but that Ferrari that Ferrari on a single lap is always impressive and Charles got Paul 
I just really feel bad for him because it's like he knows, right? He knows it doesn't matter if he gets poor or if he doesn't get poor. Like, it always never leads to a win. Like, his poor to win conversion ratio is shocking. I actually saw this stat that said that um, Charlotte Clay has now collected all non-score possibilities from poor position. So, a disqualification, a DNF, and a DNS. I was just like, oh, I'm sorry, Charles. Like, I understand, you know, that clip where he said where he said i do not think anymore <laughs> i stopped thinking like i get it i'm really sorry shao and i really i honestly i really hope that next season is much better for this guy he's just been so unlucky anyway then we have the sprint so shootout sprint shootout was great again you know we knew we we're in for an exciting sprint race i think and i especially like i liked as well that uh, at the end of the race uh shakari richardson presented the awards and you know her and lewis had a little moment champ to champ it was cute i i was loving i was loving everything about this and then we came to the grand prix all the juice was in the race guys like wow we were all placing bets on who would win who would finish first and i won't lie again there were so many high hopes for lewis everyone was like you know what this is his chance he might as well go for it and that start was amazing you had leclerc he lost position max was already up a couple of spots everyone is trying to offset everyone who's coming into the pit who's going on which tire is it a one-stop or two-stop strategy Everyone is like, who was going so fast? At some point, I didn't know where to watch or follow. Like, I was so confused because there was a lot going on. Everyone was doing the most. And I loved it. This is the kind of racing I want to see. And it was, it, that start was just amazing. I loved it. I loved, like, the first, like, 15 laps. There was a lot going on. And, okay, my takeaways. Basically, these are my takeaways from the race, Okay. It's always such an amazing race when Max is not in the lead from the start and we all saw it. A lot of things happened. I actually had anticipated that Max would take the lead at like lap 6. I think he only started leading the race at like lap 28, I think. So, you know, this shows that other teams are catching up. I know Red Bull has stopped development really for this year and I focused on next year so fine it would make sense that, you know, the other teams are catching up. But still, it was actually quite exciting, right? Number two, Mercedes needs to work on their pit stops because we are losing five plus seconds per race due to those 3.6 second pit stops. Like, I don't understand. Is our car heavy? Well, like, are our tires heavier than everybody else? What is it? Like, when those guys practice pit stops and you see people next door at McLaren doing 1.8 second pit stops and you guys are doing 3.6 seconds, four seconds sometimes, right? Like, Lewis literally lost so much time, so much time in the pit stops that sometimes you're like, oh, I hope it's a one-stop, you know, type of race because we're going to lose time in the pit. I just, I don't know, something needs to happen there. I don't know how they train for those pit stops, but is it the design of our car? I don't know, but something needs to happen. Ferrari, besides their plans A to Z, uh, we are now on plan X. No, let's do plan W. No, let's go back to plan Q. Like, why Why are they confusing themselves and the drivers? Like, sometimes I'm like, <laughs> there's a, there is a race, right? When was it Charlotte Carlos who said, I don't know what plan that is. Like, y'all need to remind me now. There's so many plans. But 
I was upset that they sacrificed the clay because the clay wasn't poor. Then they decide, oh no, let's do a one stop. And we can already see from the data, all the other t- like drivers in the top like three or whatever, that a one stop strategy is not the one. And they're like, no, Leclerc will do a one stop. And they sacrificed him, of course. And I think it's unfair because this guy got poor. Yes, this is before we knew about what was going to happen after the race, but like, I don't know. I just, that was really unfair. And I think that I hope Charles is discussing this with them as we speak. Then Aston Martin. Mm. What's happening? Like they've gone from hero to zero. (laughs) That's mean. I'm sorry. But like, I think there's a comment from Lando who was like, it looks like every single upgrade they're coming with, they're actually going backwards. And it's true, right? Like, I feel like they might as well have stopped with the car that they came with in the beginning because that was better. They have just been having a horrendous, horrendous past couple of races. And yesterday, I think in the end, um, Alonso was running the, the previous setup of the car and then Straw did the new one. And... Alonso still didn't finish it. Like, it was, yeah, shame. It, it really was, it, it really was painful. It's becoming extremely painful to watch, especially since Alonso had so much hope at the beginning of the season. And as for Straw, I think he actually did better at this race. So, you know, I don't know, maybe. But shame. They must just go back to the car they had at the beginning, just copy the Red Bull as it is and just go with that, right? Then, my boy, Danny Ricardo, um, that was, you know, what do they say? Oh, oh, bark and no bite, I think is the is the saying. Like, he comes back. It's, oh, oh, Danny Ricardo is back. Listen, I will be fair and say, of course, the guy didn't. He hasn't had a lot of races in this uh, Alpha Tauri. So, of course, he's he's going to, you know, need a bit of assistance. He's going to need a bit of time, sorry, rather, to get used to it. Fine. But all of this, I I've always said this Danny Rick, you know, hype thing around the world i don't rate him like that i think he was good i'm not sure if he still got it maybe he'll prove me wrong anyway he's got the seat for next year so he has a whole year to figure it out i feel like he should have spent the whole year figuring it out at mclaren with a better car but anyway who am i then logan First of all, Logan, well done. He didn't crash, guys. He did not crash this weekend. And I think part of that is just the fact that he was at home and he didn't want to disappoint his people at home, you know, which means that Logan, you are capable of doing better. You are capable of not crashing. You are capable of actually driving like a decent human being. So shall we host the rest of the races in the United States? Like I was shocked because I had bet that Logan's going to crash for sure as per usual and he didn't. So thank you for proving me wrong. Then we have Straw, who also didn't crash, by the way. So well done. You guys always like to troll these people online when they do, like, when they crash and stuff. So when they do better, please also congratulate them. I know you might be like, it's their job. We shouldn't congratulate them for doing their job. But you know what? Let's congratulate them. Then Alpine. I just want to say to these owners, these investors, stop coming to the races. You give them bad luck. You guys were in their ears. Oh, yeah, Pierre, oh, oh, the best. Yeah, you know, you you, you got it. Let's go champ. Let's go champ. Mm, stop it. You're distracting them. Let them do their thing. They don't need y'all. Like, imagine having like 10, like imagine having 10 of your bosses literally watching you at like a presentation every single time. Like, why are you there? Can just one person be there and that's it? Like, I, yeah, it wasn't necessary actually. And then Max's radio messages. (laughs) 
that provided me with the best entertainment ever honestly that was amazing i don't know how gp like um takes it i don't know one day he's gonna write a whole memoir about how he was abused because don't talk to me i am breaking i told you to. like okay max we get it we get it you're breaking you need to concentrate the breaks are not working the way you want them like mm, i don't know about the relationship and then mercedes we are finally cooking guys finally we are cooking we came in with that new floor and i mean hello did you see lewis this weekend the guy had a little bounce even he was bouncing up and down that paddock like hey you know i'm back <laughs> y'all counted me out and i'm back i loved it i loved it he was there he was happy mercedes are doing something right toto is back and I hope that whatever they did with this new floor, particularly that they, they, you know, they are getting some good data points for next year's car. And I hope they're just building a Red Bull, like mega super Red Bull 3.0 kind of Red Bull for next year. Please, guys, I hope we've left that concept, right? He said we have. I'm just making sure we left that concept and that we are coming back with a Red Bull in black. That will be driven by Lewis and George and it will be amazing. And then speaking of that, I love how, how you know, panicked Max was <laughs> when Lewis was right behind him. Like he was, he was like, you could tell, you, you could tell he was sweating a little bit. And I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to Lewis and Max battles again. Lewis Hamilton this weekend actually did say it in, in one of these press conferences. He was like, yeah, I'm the only one who can actually battle Max. Like, let's be honest, on the grid right now, I'm the only one who got it. And yesterday showed us that that is completely true lewis is the only one who can actually challenge max and i think even for max he would he would enjoy it yeah sure it might be a bit tense online <laughs> but i honestly believe that if next year mercedes comes back with a good car and lewis and, and uh max are you know back-to-back -back challenging each other we are going to have an amazing season so i'm really really cross crossing fingers for that because this weekend showed us that you know it was really good okay fine okay okay fine yes 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 i'll talk about it i'll talk about it now I'll talk about the disqualification lewis and Charles got disqualified after the usa grand prix due to a technical breach we all know what happened blah 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 there were irregularities with their plankway inspection which is on the floor of the car they had ribs from both Mercedes and Ferrari who stated, and I quote them, the highway on the skid pads was probably a result of the unique combination of the bumpy track and the sprint race schedule that minimized the time to set up and check the car before the race. And the FIA said, sure, Shap, we hear you, but the onus is on the competitor to ensure that the car is in compliance with the regulations at all times during an event. Basically, the FIA was like, yes, indeed, we get what you're saying. There was a lot going on with the sprint. It wasn't intentional. You know, you guys didn't have time to check the setups, blah, blah, blah. You only had one practice. But unfortunately, we're going to punish you for the breach by disqualifying your drivers the pain the pain the pains were so painful for me guys I, i'm not gonna lie i woke up and someone sent me a message in my dm and they were like you know lewis has been disqualified and i was like people are joking aren't ya? and then i go online and i see it and i'm like is this like an f1 troll f1 meme thing and i'm like no it wasn't <sighs> anyway i'm still in pain but rules are rules 
and they have to be adhered to. I understand. And I will, I will say, though, because two teams were in breach, right? And this represented 50% of their sample. So shouldn't they have made an adjustment? Like, let's test all the cars now, because this is kind of a unique situation, right? Where probably you can't have two teams, like, doing the same thing. So it's not a cheating thing. They, yeah, something is up, right? Or are they now trying to make sure they go by the rules as in the rule book as it is with no exceptions or rule variations to avoid things like human error? Enter Michael Massey. In that case, I get it. I get it. It is what it is. Lewis and Charles were unlucky. We move on. Onwards and upwards. Still he will rise. What, what, what. But guys, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure Lewis is tired of rising <laughs> at this point. He's tired of rising. Can he just get to the top and be there? We are tired for him. Gosh. Anyway, this is how the beautiful weekend ended in pain for me. So we'll be looking forward to the following race, which will be on Sunday, the 29th of October in Mexico. This is Checo's home ground. So I'm excited to see if Checo will have some little ginger in him. You know what I'm saying? Like he'll be at home. He's going to have his home crowd. His home crowd is going to be backing him. And maybe he'll shock us with a podium finish. Who knows? You can do it, Checo. I, I, I honestly believe, Checo, you can do it. And then... Are these retirement rumors real? I really hope not. I, re I hope not. I hope not. Please don't be. I also wonder if uh, the crowd is going to be booing uh, Max again because they were booing Max at the USA Grand Prix and they were chanting Checo, Checo, Checo. And speaking of, you know, the, the happenings on the podium, did you guys also see um, how Lewis was at an award ceremony when he was getting his, his trophy? Like, my man was, like, walking across the podium with this trophy pointing at people like i see you i see you <laughs> okay let's chill anyway um i'm also excited in the next race that is to see if mercedes will carry on with this performance right at a track that is i think more suited to the car we are we going to see more of max and lewis battles which we really want and can mclaren stay in it to challenge for a win as well so i can't wait to see that I'm not excited about waking up in the middle of the night again, though, but it is what it is. So Mexico, here we come. That is it for today, lovelies. I can't wait to catch up with you again after the Mexican Grand Prix, where we'll discuss that race and I will continue to give you little bits of Formula One knowledge. Please follow me on all my pages and all socials. It is at Graining Traction F1. Like my post and leave comments. Thank you so, so much for joining me today. And I am sending you all only good and positive vibes wherever you are. Bye.